I'm so excited today, y'all, because I have Carolyn on here and she's a Facebook ad strategist. But before coming online, she had worked offline in the marketing space until she decided to freelance where she found freelancing on her own. We're going to talk about cold calling. We're going to talk about being a mom and having mom guilt, leaving her nine to five to pursue this career full time because she did not want to leave her little one anymore. And I just know that there's going to be so many moms who relate. So even if you're not a Facebook ad strategist, you're going to want to stick around for this episode. So let's jump on in. Welcome to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast, the podcast dedicated to helping service-based entrepreneurs scale their online business to five-figure months so they can soar into six-figure years. Your host, Brandy, is a wife, mom, and in less than one year, created a six-figure business. And now she is spilling all her secrets so you can too. Scale Store family. I'm so excited because today I have one of our members inside of Serve Scale Store and Conversions for Clients. Carolyn has been such a fun journey to watch, and I'm so excited to have her on the podcast. So, Carolyn, tell everyone who you are as a person and then tell us a little bit about your business. Absolutely. So, as Brandy said, I am Carolyn. I am a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist for digital female entrepreneurs. Um, I have been in the social media marketing industry for actually the last seven years. And about a year ago, I launched my business freelance. And then a couple months back, I actually quit my nine to five. Um, And now I am focusing on my business full time. Perfect. How many kids do you have? (laughs) (laughs) I have one daughter and one on the way in like four weeks. (laughs) I love that. I knew you were due super soon. So I'm excited that we got you on here before the due date. And are you having a boy or a girl? It's another girl. (laughs) Yay. So fun. I love being a girl mom. Yeah, it is fun. My mom, I mean, I had all sisters. We're we're a big girl family, a lot of girl power in this family. (laughs) I love that. Okay. So let's talk about, you said that you had worked out like a nine to five before transitioning online. What did that job look like? And what made you make the transition from working offline to online? Yeah, absolutely. So I worked that I worked my I worked for a local university and I worked it for three years since 2017. Um and then when I went on maternity leave, I was thinking to myself, I cannot go back to my nine to five. This is not going to cut it. I was just so heartbroken to leave my daughter. Even though I was leaving her with my mom, it just felt so irresponsible to me to leave her and not be able to be there to watch her grow. So Um, around August, it was right around the time I went back to my nine to five. I was like, all right, I'm going to start my freelance business. I had been thinking about being an entrepreneur probably for the last like 15 years. It's been a dream of mine, but I really wasn't sure the path that it was going to take or how I was going to get there. Um, so I just started freelancing. I was doing content creation. I was doing some Facebook ads. And then um, around December, I actually found Scale Soar. I found conversions for clients shortly thereafter. And right around that time was really when I started to scale my business. I started to bring on higher paying clients, more premium clients. And in February, I was <laughs> for that whole time, I was working double overtime. I was working my nine to five. 
I was coming home, I was working my business. And I was also, you know, being a full time mom, a full time wife, obviously taking care of the house, nursing full time. So it was a lot. And then in February, my husband and I sat down and I said, Look, I cannot, I'm very, I'm stretched so thin. I can't keep doing this forever. And my husband had said, You know, it, the deal was if you can replace your income or at least make close to what you're making at your nine to five, you can quit your job. And I had, at that point, I was like, I had, I think surpassed my income. That was February. And then, um, around May, I finally like made the jump. I let my supervisors know and, uh, I quit and it was the best decision I've ever made. And I've never looked back. (laughs) I love that so much. And I, Love that there's so many moms who can probably relate to that feeling of not wanting to go back to a nine to five after having a baby and experiencing being at home during that maternity leave. And so I think that that's going to be so relatable to so many people. But then also like sitting down and having those hard conversations, like knowing that you're being stretched too thin and then coming up with a game plan. So many times we say like we're stretched too thin or we don't have enough time, but we don't have a game plan in place. And I love that y'all created that game plan and made it happen. So my question is, I want to back up to you said you wanted to start getting into freelancing. How did you even find out about freelancing? So I had a couple of like business. I initially, when I graduated college, I worked for an agency, a local agency, and I had a couple of um, past clients who I knew weren't with the agency anymore. And I knew they still needed social media, like content creation. They were looking for ads. Um, so I just reached out and I, I really did a lot of cold calling at first. I know cold calling is like everyone's worst nightmare. Um, but I just used the relationships that I had. And I said, Hey, if this is something, you know, you're interested in, um, it's something I'm offering. Obviously it's lower cost because it was freelancing. So I was just doing like it on an hourly basis. That was before I did any packaging or anything like that. And then I started to kind of, I I got on Upwork. I was like applying for jobs on Upwork. I got a couple accounts through there. I have a local web design company that sends clients my way. So just like relationships locally and then through like digital pieces. So like Upwork, like I said, then when I found SurfScale Store, I really started to dial up my marketing minutes in Facebook groups and started to market myself in there. And that's actually like the biggest piece for me now is how I find clients is in Facebook groups. I love that. So let's go back to you cold calling people and using those relationships. (laughs) So I have never done cold calling for my service-based business because I used to do a whole lot of cold calling before having my online business. So I was like, I'm never doing it again. But (laughs) I see that there's so many people who use cold calling and have great success with it. So if someone's like, I really want to do some cold calling, what are some tips that you would have for them? Um, I would just say, be yourself, be genuine and ask for the right people. I think a lot of times with cold calling, I mean, for in my instance, I knew the people I was looking for and asking for because I had worked with them prior. But do your research ahead of time. If there is someone you know you need to be speaking to, um, especially if it's like the owner of the business or like the marketing manager or something like that, know their name right out the gate because you don't want to be calling in not knowing who you're about 
to talk to. Um, and you don't want to be asking around because they will bounce you around from person to person, especially locally. Because if you say, Hey, I'm, I'm with like this marketing agency or I'm, I do marketing and I wanted to talk to someone there, you know, they're, they're going to be kind of confused and they're going to bounce you around. So you definitely want to do your research ahead of time. And then there actually is a great, post from one of our fellow colleagues in SurfScale Store and Conversions for Clients who she actually does like a comparison of the cost that like a lot of local businesses do like traditional advertising. And if you show them, you know, your ad dollars will actually be better spent with digital advertising and you show them results, that is a great way to get their attention as well. I love that. And I think the big thing is you're using relationships that you already have. So many times we're scared to reach out to those relationships that we already have in fear that we're going to ruin those relationships. So did you ever feel like, did you come out of it as a place of value or how did you approach these people that you had already built that relationship with? And did you have any of those fears cold calling them being like, Hey, um, no, I didn't. And the reason is because I, I truly believed that. And I still believe that I, can help them. And I want, I was coming to them in a place of service and not in a place of like, Hey, I'm trying to make money. Obviously we're trying to make money to provide for our families. That's secondary. I think as a service provider, if you come at it, like I can help you grow your business and you truly believe that then you shouldn't feel bad about pitching your services because I think other business owners appreciate that honesty and they can see that passion when you bring it, essentially. I love that so much. And so I want to go now, you were doing content creation, you were doing all these other things, and then you niche down to where you're just doing Facebook ads. What made you want to start running Facebook ads? Had you been doing that before? Yeah. So I actually have been doing Facebook ads since like the be- the very beginning, it seems, of Facebook ads. Like when they started, I feel like they- Facebook ads really started like 10 years ago, but locally for us, it was like seven years ago because we are- were in a smaller market. So I really like taught myself everything I could possibly learn about Facebook ads. At the time I was doing Facebook ads, I was doing SEO, I was doing Google ads, but I really loved um, how Facebook was just changing the market with ads. They Their data was so specific. The way that you could run ads was just so interesting to me. This past year, it was really hard to niche down. And and I know that a lot of people do have like different offerings and packages. Um, when I was offering content creation, at first I loved it, but then I was like, okay, I like the ads more. It's more technical. You can provide legitimate results. You can show people where their ads are running, when they ran, you can show them numbers. And that's what I love about it. Um, so that is why I, I niched down. The content creation piece just takes so, so much time and brain power. And the people that do it and do it well, I give them so much credit because I've been there and I, I actually became someone that like hated it at the end. <laughs> okay. So then this is so interesting because you had been running ads before I even knew what a Facebook ad was. <laughs> and so, you know, you had all this experience, you were self-taught. Why then would you enroll into conversions for clients? Yeah. So when I found conversions for clients, I thought to myself, okay, I've been, I taught myself everything I need to know. Like I have YouTubed everything. I've Googled everything, but I've never had someone that could show me like if I was like to confirm that I was doing it correctly. And 
the benefit of conversions for clients too, is there's a community that can help and support you. So both of those pieces just fit so perfectly for what I was looking for. And when it was right around the time that I decided in January, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do content anymore. I am going to just focus on ads, but if I'm going to focus on ads, I need a strategy. I need to know what I'm doing is correct. And that's what conversions for clients gave to me. I went through the modules. I'm actually going to go through them again on my maternity leave once my second is born, just so I make sure I'm not like missing anything. Things have changed. But yeah, it's just such a huge tool to just make sure what you're doing is correct because Facebook ads are changing so rapidly and Facebook changes so quickly especially with like the strategies and the bidding and everything. So um, yeah, just to have it confirmed that what I was doing was right. <laughs> I love that in the community. Absolutely. It's so incredible. Just getting that feedback, like saying like, Hey, what do you think about this? And getting instant feedback. I think so powerful. That's something I definitely didn't have when I was learning ads. So I love that. Okay. So tell me what has been your biggest win in your business? My biggest win. So I have a couple actually. So my first biggest win is the fact that this past month, I actually hired a virtual assistant. And that was just so cool because I'm able to help someone else support their family. And that just feels so amazing to me because that was my goal. Like when I started this business, obviously I wanted to support my family, but now I'm at a point where I can help other people support their family. And I hope to keep growing. And then the next biggest one was probably this month hitting my $10,000 month, hitting my first $10,000 month. That was a big deal. So I'm hoping that once this baby is born. My husband and I will be able to celebrate a little bit over <laughs> a drink or two. <laughs> yes. And what does your husband think about all this? Cause it wasn't too long ago. He was like, you have to replace your income. And now yeah. not too long after that, you're having a $10,000 a month. I know. Well, it was funny. He, when he first said it, he was like, I know you can do it. He has been the biggest support without him. I don't think I would be where I am, but he has been such an amazing support. And he said, you know, when you quit your job, I knew you'd do okay, but I never had any idea that you would grow it to this point. He, and he said, I just, he's like, it's amazing every single day. You just inspire me how much you've grown this and how much you're continuing to grow it. So it's just cool to hear that because, you know, he's kind of a big shot in his job and it feels cool that I have, you know, I'm, I'm, feel like I'm a big shot in this job. <laughs> you are a big shot. I love that. Oh that is so awesome. And I don't think any of us come into the online space, like realizing how big our business can be and how many lives can be impacted, whether it's our family, other people, just your clients. And it's so amazing to see and that I just see your heart. And that is why you've grown the way you have is because you're always leading with value you have such a heart of gold and it's been evident through this conversation and just watching your growth. So I'm so excited for you. And I know this is just the beginning. Thank you. I actually have a quick story too about ServeScale Store. So when I first started uh, with my business or when I first like found ServeScale Store, I was listening to this podcast and I was like, man, it's just so cool to hear, hear these women's stories. And I hope that someday like I'm on this podcast. So that's a huge win too, that I'm even on this podcast. Because I've been listening to it for so long. And I, I said to my husband, I said, you know, nine months ago, I was saying, you know, I hope someday I'll be able to be on that podcast. And today I'm, I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. I love that so much. Okay. So what do you think's been, I have a few more questions for you. What do you think's been the biggest hurdle for you in your business? Um, the biggest hurdle is actually not something... Um, 
business wise, it's just been like overcoming my mindset. And I know a lot of people deal with this. I know there are a ton of mindset coaches, but I just, it's, I know, especially with what this year has brought, just adjusting to being home full time, being a mom full time, taking care of a toddler, you know, a baby that now is a toddler and is just so busy, but also trying to balance everyday calls and getting my work done and trying to separate working at night versus working during the day. It's just been like trying to balance everything. And then of course, another piece of it has just been overcoming this like mom guilt, which I think a lot of people, a lot of women um, have when we recently brought a a nanny in to um, help us with Ella and to hear them in the other room. I feel like guilty weirdly that I'm not taking care of my daughter and I'm working even though I'm in the same house it's just it's such like a a weird brain warp and like an emotional thing that you feel like you're not being a good mom because you're not there every second so that has been like a big challenge for me that I'm still trying to overcome you know every day just little little steps every day well, when you figure it out, let me know. <laughs> I'm not we, sure I ever will. <laughs> I don't know if we ever will because uh, when I was working in my office at home, I could hear my husband and daughter playing and I had mom guilt. Now I leave to go to the office so I don't hear them and I have mom guilt. So I don't think there's any way around it. We're just going to have that mom guilt. I think the important thing is we don't beat ourselves up about it and recognize it and try to just do our best. And I think that's all that we really can do. But I know that I'm not alone. You're not alone in feeling that way. We all feel that way. Yeah. And it feels good to to know, you know, you're not alone. Other moms are going through this every single day. Yeah. Other moms are suffering with it too. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Okay. I've loved this so much. But before we wrap this up, I want to go over some rapid fire questions. It's not the first word that comes to your mind. Just kind of the first phrase. Are you ready for it? Yes. Okay, perfect. So what is your favorite part of your business? Uh, Favorite part of my business is being able to choose the clients that I work with. I think when you go from like agency life to having someone say, okay, we landed this client, this is who you're going to work with, to your own business where you can vet these people beforehand and you can say, okay, this is going to be a good fit or maybe this client will be more of a headache than they're worth. <laughs> um, that gives you a little bit more breathing room and you can design your business the way you want. And I, I just love that. That's something I've never experienced before. And it's really cool. I love that. And I'm proud of you for turning away people that aren't the right fit because that's yeah. the key. Like you may feel that gut instinct that they're not the right fit, but then you still take them on. And that's when all the bad stuff happens. Yeah, exactly. So true. Okay. So tell me what's your favorite tool in your business. Uh, my favorite tool is actually because of you, Dubsado. <laughs> so I could not live without Dubsado. And it's amazing because I'm like, how is this so cheap? It's such a cheap tool and you can do so much with it. Like for the first, you know, seven months of my business, I didn't have a VA. So Dubsado was essentially my VA. It was great. Absolutely. I love that. And the other thing is we were talking before we jumped on and Carolyn doesn't use, I asked her, I was like, 
is ClickUp running slow today? And she was like, I don't use ClickUp. And I was like, what? Who in my world doesn't use <laughs> ClickUp? I will eventually. I got to learn it. I, it's it's just one of those things that's been like on my back burner that I'm like, all right, I got to get into ClickUp. <laughs> no, use what's working for you. It doesn't mean you have to switch. Okay. So tell me about the best piece of business advice you've ever received in your business. Uh, yes, the best piece of business advice that I ever received, and I wish I had learned this sooner, but I guess I learned it soon enough was you have to invest in your business if you're going to scale and grow. Um, that's what I did with conversions for clients. That's what I did with surf scale store. I actually hired a uh, recently hired a business coach, like a mindset coach to help me <laughs> overcome my mindset issues. And every single time I have hired a coach or taken a course, I have made that money back within like days, which is crazy. I feel like it's one of those like karma things, but yeah, every single time I've made a a big investment, I've made the money back and then some. So I would say, know that it's okay to like reach out and get help because doing it alone just is not, you may, you may be able to do it alone, but you're going to grow a lot slower than if you just invest in yourself and your business and get the help that you need. I love that. And I also think that people have expectations that they have to consume the whole course in order to get their money's worth or whatever it is. There's been programs I invested $2,000 in and only got to like lesson two, got the one piece that I needed and it made me tens of thousands of dollars back. I didn't need to go through the whole thing. I made my money's back just with one nugget. Like if you can just take one nugget and take action, it can make all the world of difference in your business. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually learning that with this most recent investment, my my business coach. Like I'm I'm literally in like her second pillar and I'm like, okay, I've already learned so much and I'm not even halfway, not even close to being halfway through this course. So yeah. Cool. I love that. Okay. So last question. This wasn't on the questions we sent you. What is your favorite part of conversions for clients? Um, my favorite part of it's it has to be the community. That and I say that because literally, like I go into that community every single day, just to a lot a lot of times to ask questions because <laughs> I'm like I need help with my client. But um, a lot of times I'll just go in just to see what other people are posting because I know at some point I will face that issue that someone is having, or if I can provide my seven years of like experience, I hope to do that. But just to have that community, just the other day, I was about to launch cart open ads for a client. This was my first client that I've ever done like cart open for. And I couldn't figure out the pixel. And Jen and our our group jumped in and was like, Oh, this is how you do it. And she was super helpful. And she was like, if you want me to hop on a call, I can. And it was just like, so cool that she was like, I can hop on a call. And I was like, you know, somebody, Jen is not getting paid for this. She just wants to like genuinely help. And I hope to do the same for someone else in that group as well, because it just makes the world of difference. And it gives you like more comfort that what you're doing with your clients ads is correct. And that feels good to have. I love that. I was just telling people that that's my superpower. Apparently that I never knew I had is building community. Because yeah, whenever we have anyone, it doesn't matter what program it is. They're like the community. So yeah. It's so true. Yeah. And surf scale store is the same way, but um, conversions for clients, I think it gives you more of like a premium package because it's, you know, ads are just so much more complicated. 
I love that. I love that. Okay. This was so amazing. I know so many moms out there are going to relate with you and this is going to help so many people feel not alone. Like there's someone else out there that feels the exact same way that they're feeling and something that's all we need. So tell my listeners where they can connect with you and learn more about what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So my company is called Bella Social. Um, My website is Bella Social Creative. And my social media handles are all Bella Social Creative. So you can connect with me on there. I've been testing out a lot of reels. So you can <laughs> you can check out my reels. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, so much fun to grow this business and grow my pages and, and help other people. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much. And we'll chat soon. Perfect. Y'all. That was so good. Carolyn was so relatable. There was so many gold nuggets about mom guilt, leaving your nine to five, cold calling, building value in relationships with clients, and having a relationship with your spouse that's open and honest. And I just loved how relatable Carolyn was and what a heart of gold she had. And I know that it would mean the world to her if you reached out to her in her DMs and just thanked her. Let her know something that you took away because that can change a person's day. Getting those DMs and just hearing how their words impacted you. So until next week, y'all, go out and serve your clients, scale your business, and soar into that six-figure year you deserve. Thanks again for tuning in to the Serve, Scale, Soar podcast with your host, Brandy. If you loved our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.